0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. This episode that you're listening to right now is actually a bonus episode. So if you're listening on launch day, there will be a new episode, a regularly scheduled and planned episode going up around 7 a.m. Eastern when they normally do. So stay tuned for that uh, or listen to that next. But I do think this is an important topic that we should address. It's been one that I've been meaning to address for a long time. And I have in a couple of places on webinars and m- my membership group and things like that, but I haven't addressed it widely. So I want to say you know, if you're sensitive to, to, you know, political or global issues, uh, maybe don't listen to this, but I do think it's important if you're in this industry to be able to have these conversations respectfully and appropriately, regardless of how you personally feel this episode and none of these episodes that I've ever made, uh, you know, the episode that I made in response to the murder of George Floyd, etc. These are not reflective of my own personal viewpoints necessarily. They're to help educate those of us who are in the social media and, you know, the internet, you know, online business space. Oh, and I just wanted to add that the reason that I'm not adding this bonus episode to YouTube, like my normal episodes, is because YouTube will demonetize me for saying certain words. Um, I I don't know if coup coup is, this is a first for me of using this word, to be honest, but other words that are related to, you know, government and politics and uh, violence and things like that. And also cause I'm making this last minute. I, you know, I'm reacting in real time essentially. And I just thought it would be a little more appropriate to post something first before just hopping into how to build a team for your business. It just didn't feel right for me. So hope you can understand that. Let's hop in. So first thing I want to talk about is crisis management. I know a lot of people who listen to the show are social media managers and I always say this whenever something happens. Uh, the elephant in the room, by the way, in case you were, have been under a rock or if you're not in the U.S., is our U.S. capital, where our senators and our uh, representatives work, was uh, essentially ambushed. or, or There was a, a attempted coup on our government the other day. And it was nuts um it was I mean I don't know what else to say it was it was nuts it was treasonous it was bad regardless of which side of the aisle that you're on I think we all know right and wrong and that was that was bad I would say it regardless of whose party or whose supporters was doing it so that's what happened and whenever something like this happens I always try to remind you all on Twitter or on my Instagram stories hey guys reminder check your scheduled posts make sure they're appropriate to put out right now. But if I'm being honest, 99% of the times, you really should pause your posts when anything of that magnitude happens. Uh, our government was being attempted to be overthrown. That's a pretty big story. Um, when there are mass protests in you know virtually every city in the United States, like what happened this summer with the George Floyd protests, and, and it was a much larger issue than just one person, but you know. That's how I'll be referring to it if I reference back to it in this episode, just for uh, ease of saying it into my microphone. You know, things that affect a lot of people and that are very sensitive, meaning there is a big opportunity for your brand account to offend somebody in some way, shape, or form, or to take up space when there are really important conversations being had. I think those are kind of my personal tests, my personal litmus tests, I guess, or does it pass to go on social tests? And nine times out of 10, like I said, in a case like yesterday, whatever your brand had to say was not that important. I wanted to post an Instagram post yesterday. I, you know, I had it planned on the calendar. Nobody needs to hear me talk about my like productivity tips or work-life balance when I mean, there are people smashing the windows of our Capitol building. You know, I have listeners. I have audience members who live in D.C. This is something people tend to forget is that D.C. is a place where people live. (laughs) So even if you're trying to stay out of politics and you still probably have an audience who is in the affected area and you need to be respectful of that. I'll tell a very quick personal story. There was a a mass um, shooting in my hometown A few years ago, if you look up Uber driver Kalamazoo, you can learn about it. It was tragic. And I I had a really newfound respect for people who shut their mouths during these situations on social media when that happened. Because I was here in Detroit. I was two and a half hours away from my family. And I was just trying to find information as far as, Fast as I could through news sources and through Twitter, seeing where was this guy? He was driving around in Uber, um, you know, hurting people, killing people, and I was just trying to understand where exactly he was, and get just facts. I didn't want people's brand, you know, uh, sales and, and promotional content. I was just looking for that. And it was really hard because there was so much noise. In addition to misinformation, there was, you know, just so much regular social media content that you had to sift through to get pure facts. And so I got a really, you know, that was my personal take on it. And I think. You know, we all have a story like that. Spoiler alert, my family was fine, thank goodness. But a lot of people weren't, and a lot of people were probably doing the same thing I was to try to figure out what was going on with their family members. Um, Secondly, I think that going dark is, it's just respectful. I think that it is a, in a sense, um, a way of having some kind of social media standard for mourning, if you will. Uh, That's mourning with a you or grief or solemnness. I think that whether your brand has something to say, whether they have a personal connection, I think it's just respectful when something as heavy as that happened, that it's just good to just take a moment to not sell, to not preach, to not do any of that, and just take a moment. There really is no one-size-fits-all technique for this, if you will, or rule for this. But my general thought process is, if a brand doesn't have something to say about like 9-11, for example, that's a a very, you know, sad memory in our country I usually if they have nothing to say or it's not relevant to say something I'll just go dark we just won't post anything that day and I think that's a way of giving a bit of respect because we have all seen those posts where it is a sad day like that or some bad news just dropped and you know some celebrity is promoting a her new album or, you know, whatever it is, just anything, anything can turn. And we've all seen the comments where people are like, really today, <laughs> you know? And so I think the safest thing that you can do is just go dark. And by go dark, I do not mean post a black square. We've, I, you guys have heard my feelings about that. It means just don't post. Now, should you say something? This is another issue that has been a point of contention. I think for me and for a lot of social media managers, I know, I mean, we all have different clients who want different things. Some of our clients are very outspoken and they want to make a statement about something, whether it's about voting, whether it's about 9-11, whether it is about what happened yesterday, whether it is about BLM, whatever it is. So respect what your client wants, but also give advice. Um, It is your job to be a consultant. It is your job to give recommendations. If somebody says, let's do something that you know is absolutely wrong and insensitive you should probably say something and I know it's hard I know it's scary but you probably should but at the same time I will say maybe that's not the correct choice of words to use during what's going on in the world I don't know but you have to choose your battles wisely when I worked in corporate for example I just had to accept that there were going to be things posted that I didn't necessarily personally agree with now would I ever post something that was hateful or? You know, no, absolutely not. But I'm saying, did I agree with on MLK Day posting, you know, a standard quote? No, not really. I thought that maybe we should be doing something more impactful, but I realized that was not my role. I was not the CEO of the company. I couldn't decide these things, you know, but Was it offensive? No, you, you, you get what I mean. So you have to be able to kind of choose your battles, but I would make recommendations. I would say, hey, I don't think this is effective. I think we should do something else. And I will also say that if you choose to say something about a controversial issue, a news event, it is open to interpretation. There are going to be some people who applaud you for it. There are going to be some people who hate you for it. I even saw it yesterday, Uh, and I'm not going to name the names because I've noticed, and this is one of the reasons that I personally, no offense to everybody who loves it, but I personally am not a fan of marketing Twitter because I find it to be kind of like the mean girls table in the lunchroom. I don't really like the naming and shaming of brands. Uh, Personally, that's just my opinion because I know how much work goes into managing brand, brand accounts, and I don't know that I really agree with that unless they do something reprehensible, of course. But there was a thread I was reading and it had a bunch of brands who did make statements about yesterday and they were irrelevant brands. They weren't like government, you know, accounts. They were consumer brands. And I personally, as Uh, you know, black woman, business owner. uh, I personally appreciated them. I'm going to be honest. I saw a lot of those brands being torn to shreds by marketing Twitter. So again, that's up to interpretation. It's open to interpretation. People are going to see things in different ways. I forgot to mention this. So I'm saying this in post. But if you are going to make a statement, you also likely need to take a side. Now, I know that this is the the inconvenient part of it all is why can't we all just give a good let's all get along type message? But those don't tend to go over very well on social media. We saw it with the BLM uh, protests. We see it with a lot of a lot of things. You know, it's tough to just say let's all be happy, we wish for peace, because it really doesn't mean anything, because don't we all? I think that there are a couple of brands, and again, these are not necessarily reflective of my own personal views, it's not my intention to push uh, an agenda on you all, but Ben & Jerry's is one that does it well. They decided to pick up the social justice platform and they do not shy away from talking about the real issues of it. They do not just say, let's all get along and let's stop judging each other for the color of our skin or whatever the case is. They really go into facts and data and, uh, you know, help that support their opinion. So that's just something to keep in mind as well, that if you are going to make a statement, making sure that you are not saying nothing just to say something, that's what a virtue signal is that that's what people refer to as virtue signals as you're saying something just to get yourself out of trouble for not saying something, but you really didn't say anything. So keep that in mind when you do make a statement, this podcast, which is completely politically agnostic is going to offend some people. Some people are going to be very upset that I made this. They're going to unsubscribe and that's just what you do when you make statements on anything. So that's what I'll have to say about that. Do you go dark? probably that's probably the answer. If you don't have anything meaningful to say, go dark. If you don't have a personal connection, go dark. If you do have something to say, know that it's going to be open to interpretation. That's kind of my my general rule for stuff like this. And also, I think this goes without saying, but if you're working for a client or for a company, make sure that these statements get approved. A lot of my clients, I'm not having them approve my posts, but in a situation like this if we're ever going to make a big, you know, brand statement, Definitely get that approved. It's probably going to have to go through several layers of approval. The other part of this episode that I wanted to talk about, and here's where I really probably offend people, is toxic positivity. I want to be quick about this, but I think that one of the biggest skills that every marketer should have is empathy. The the ability to have empathy. Uh, It's because you need to understand where your customer is at. You need to be able to meet them where they are. If they are concerned about the state of the world or their country or their government, you need to be able to understand that. And it doesn't mean you need to fix it as a, you know, body wash company, but you need to understand where they're at and be able to speak to them and say, I don't know, do you need self-care? Obviously not when things are like in the heat of the moment, but the tone you're going to be taking with them, understanding that they're stressed out. Your content calendar over the course of the year is going to be focused around self-care and wellness and, uh, you know, fixing the things that you can internally and, and change, you know, affecting change where you can. That's a skill that marketers need to have is empathy. And yesterday, I'm on Twitter. Again, I'm trying to just find information because as much as I believe in using credible news sources, uh, Twitter just moves quicker than the news. I'm sorry, it just does. Of course, you double check your sources and make sure they're accurate after the fact. But if you're looking for in the moment, what the heck is going on? I just turned on the news and I am confused. There were people scaling the wall of the Capitol. You go to Twitter. That's what I do. And so I was just looking for information. And I was seeing so much either self-promotional content, again, they should be going dark, or just like normal, just completely normal content. I also think it's weird that kind of when things started to calm down and we all went back to our normal lives and, you know, I made dinner and did the dishes and whatever I needed to do. Then I get on the internet and I'm seeing like overly positive messaging, like, you know, essentially for lack of better words, get over it. Like, Start fresh. That was that's over now. Move on. Like be positive. Don't dwell on the past. And I hear you. I consider myself such a positive person, and I think this is one of my superpowers. Is that I really focus on the positive in people in the world. I I genuinely see things from from both sides as best as I can. I. I really genuinely do. I understand where most people are coming from. Most rational people are coming from, even if I don't agree with them. But at the same time, I think that toxic positivity is a real thing. We are humans. We are not robots. We are not meant to simply just keep trucking along and pretending like no bad happens. Because guess what? Admitting that there are problems in the world with yourself, with your business, with anything does not make you a negative person overall. Now, if that's all that you talk about and you do genuinely get stuck in this, if I was, you know, in six months, the only thing I was talking about is this attempted coup. Yeah, that would probably make me a negative person, right? But admitting it and talking about it for a couple of days or however long long it takes for me to process this does not make me a negative person. It makes me honest number one and if you follow any 12-step program or have ever you know encountered that one of the first steps to that is just admitting that there's a problem so how are you ever going to fix a problem if you can't even start a step one of a 12-step I get it it's not a social media manager's job or an entrepreneur's job to fix what happened at our capital I, I get that what we do and what we say and the influence that we hold does matter and it makes an impact I see this a lot in entrepreneurship, Twitter, you know, um, startup life and all of that of just absolutely no feelings. And this is about anything. I mean, I even, it's kind of funny, but not funny at the same time. Yesterday was just a bad day for me because it started out with me dealing with a client who is over two months late on an invoice and they essentially let me know they're never going to pay me. And so I was kind of ranting i don't even like that term but i was talking about that issue on twitter not naming this person by name out of respect because i could have if i really wanted to but i didn't but just simply talking about what to do because i know that there are a lot of people who follow me who who look up to me for advice on those things so i was giving advice on what to do and what to do if you're going to hire somebody, and how to know when you can afford to hire somebody. And and some people still find that stuff really negative. And I understand that's, that is a negative side of things. But if I'm going to tell you about entrepreneurship, it's not fair for me to just tell you about the positive sides of entrepreneurship. That's not fair to you. It's not fair to me because I'm a human, and I need to process the negative things too. And it's my personal social media. And if I It it makes me feel better to have a little bit of support when I'm really stressed out about somebody just being so intentionally disrespectful and rude to me, then I deserve that. But it's also not fair to you because entrepreneurship isn't all sunshine and roses. You will get those people who you need to call your lawyer about. And I don't like doing that, you know? And I need to let you guys know that that exists. So toxic positivity is a thing. And I just wanted to say that, that, you know, whatever you're feeling, for the most part, unless it's to cause harm to people or, you know, the government or whatever, that's not normal, but whatever emotions you are feeling, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling confused if you're feeling stressed those things are all valid you know especially when these massive world events happen those things are valid and you do not need to just because you're an entrepreneur just because you're a girl boss just because you know you're whatever that you need to just stick a smile on and pretend like the world is just normal and I'm not going to do that and I'm never going to do that. So those people who ask me to do that can kindly stop consuming my content with all due respect because I am a human first and foremost. Before I'm a business owner, before I'm anything else, I'm a human being and I get sad sometimes and I get confused at what the heck is happening in the world sometimes. Okay, so that, those are my thoughts on everything. I hope this was helpful. I did do a video also about the uh, COVID-19 Uh, messaging during that, which I think is all very relevant to this as well. So I'm going to link that in the show notes if you'd like to check out that video for a little bit more structured uh, advice for social media managers and people in this space. But anyway, I hope this was helpful. A regular episode is coming up soon and I will talk to you over there. Bye.